0: On the show today, we're talking Brad Sweet's Vado win from last night, plus news from Kyle Larson, USAC, the Summer Nationals, the ASCS, and more. Let's go. Today is Wednesday, March 30th, 2022. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. It's nice to have a little bit of racing to talk about on a Wednesday show. I know things went pretty late last night, but I always enjoy some midweek racing when we get it from the big series. Last night, it was the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series at Vado Speedway Park in New Mexico. We did get north of 20 cars, so we didn't have to get into that two-heat program, and we were able to get the three heats and not have to run that non-qualifier. Since this was the first time for the series to Votto, James McFadden's quick time of 12.215 set the track record for the future. Uh, if you were watching you did hear Johnny Gibson say that some cars were actually even going faster than that in the heat races I said on yesterday's show that none of these full-time outlaw drivers had experience at the track before but Blake Anderson who's the announcer for the all-stars shot me a text yesterday afternoon to correct me on that point it wasn't in a sprint car but Donnie Schatz did race at Vado back in January in the late model during the wild west shootout so that's my bad but I doubt he was using any of those setup notes from that night to get his TSR 15 right Brad Sweet sat on the pole of the feature, and except for a brief moment or two, was out front for the entire 30-lap duration. Both me and the tracker.com analytics prediction formula picked Sweet to win last, uh, last night, and we were both correct. The win busted Sweet's streak of 26 races without an Outlaw victory, and it was his 75th career series win. That's a nice note there from series PR guy Brian Walker. Uh, Sweet is now just nine wins shy of Stevie Smith for 10th all-time in Outlaw victories. Behind Sweet, Sheldon Shield finished second, Donnie Shots third, James McFadden fourth, and David Gravel was fifth. Sheldon was able to stay with Sweet through halfway, including throwing a pretty wild slider a few laps in to try and get the lead. Sweet got stuck in behind the lap car of Logan Calderwood, and Sheldon went full send mode, clearing Sweet briefly but nearly wiping out Calderwood in the process. As Sheldon was gathering it back in, Sweet was able to drive back by. And then near halfway, Sheldon made a mistake on the cushion that let Sweet pull away a bit, and that was effectively the race. The No. 17 was faster, I think, in the closing laps than the 49, but was just too far back to really be able to make a move. The win for Sweet sees him extend the points lead now to 32. David Gravel is back into second after following, uh, falling to third last weekend. Carson Macedo is now back to third. He's 34 points back. Sheldon's in fourth and Schatz is now in a tie for fifth with James McFadden. The 49 now has 10 straight top 10 finishes. He's the hottest driver over the last five races with an average finish of 2.4 and the hottest over the last 10 races with an average finish of 3.5. That team is right back into the form we've uh, kind of come to expect from them at this point. One of the big topics of yesterday's show was Logan Shuhart's kind of struggles to start the season. And while he's really struggling in qualifying, his teammate Jacob Allen continues to be fast in time trials. Allen was fourth last night and leads the series in qualifying position average. And in the we talked about before with his dash appearances, David Gravel is the only driver right now with more dash appearances than Jacob Allen at this point the series will spend today and tomorrow traveling and getting in some uh, maintenance on their cars and they'll be back to racing on Friday at Lawton Speedway in Oklahoma jumping into some news items from the last 24 hours coming up this weekend at Bristol another hundred thousand dollars in winners payouts is on the line for the super late models and the field will have a notable addition for both nights Longhorn chassis posted to social media yesterday that Kyle Larson will join the field in the Rumley six It will be young money's first late model appearance since the january 29th lucas show at golden isles larson did compete in this event last year finishing second both nights the first was to chris ferguson and then that uh he finished second to jonathan davenport in the finale and just like he did a few weeks ago between the nascar show at phoenix and the outlaw races at tulare larson will be traveling back and forth the cup cars are at richmond on sunday with practice and qualifying happening earlier in the day on saturday Larson should be done at Richmond by 12.30 or 1 o'clock and then be off to Bristol for that Saturday finale. There is no on-track activity at Richmond on Friday, so that won't affect Larson's Friday schedule. Chris Madden and Chris Ferguson were the $50,000 from the first weekend at Bristol, but I wouldn't count Larson out this weekend. He should have plenty of speed to be in the mix. We'll have more on the late models at uh, Bristol on Friday's show we assume this would be the case but USAC and the Indianapolis Motor Speedway confirmed yesterday that the BC 39 will be back at Indy this season the two nights of National Midget racing on the dirt track inside turn three at Indy will take place on August 3rd and 4th that is the week following the big NASCAR IndyCar doubleheader on the road course at IMS past winners of the BC 39 include Brady Bacon Zeb Wise and Kyle Larson last season in that Thriller To grab tickets for the event find your way to ims.com bc39 to see the full usac schedule go to usacracing.com the summer nationals don't begin for about another two and a half months but that hasn't stopped world racing group from adding even more money to the mix announced yesterday the progressive championship payouts will remain for this season for every race beyond 25 that gets completed on the year an additional two thousand dollars will be added to the champions check and more money will be added to the rest of the top 10 spots in the standings as well so the champion will earn at least $25,000 and could earn as much as $39,000 if all of the races are run so like say if we don't lose any races to rain uh, that champion will earn 39 grand in addition teams who commit to the full schedule will be eligible for a tow money program which will pay teams $500 for every 500 miles they travel A benefit that could be worth as much as $5,500 by the time the summer is over. These are definitely nice additions for those teams that are looking to run the hill tour this year and should make some guys reconsider their summer plans. The money flying around the dirt late model world has been a constant topic of 2022 and each series has realized they need to continue to up the ante to draw cars and teams. And this move from the summer nationals is most definitely in response to all of this added cash. There's so many options at this point for the late model teams the incentives have to keep getting bumped if the series want cars to show up this year bubby pierce is the defending summer nationals champion and the schedule gets underway on june 14th at kankakee down in mississippi this weekend we were supposed to get the ascs national tour at jackson motor speedway but as of yesterday that event has been called off because of severe storms and a flood warning in effect in advance of those races The Series is also concerned about the ongoing tire shortages with Hoosier, uh, and hopefully this event being pushed back to July will allow for those tire woes to be eased a little bit. I talked about tires in the ASCS a few weeks ago as I had started hearing there could be problems, and the Series is trying to address those shortages this season. They've adopted a little bit different tire plan for each of their race nights than they've had in the past. The 360 Series isn't scheduled to be back racing again until April 22nd and 23rd at Salina and US36, so Hoosier has a few weeks to get caught up and have teams supplied with rubber before the next events. For more info on the series and their upcoming schedule, hit up ASCSracing.com. Also, don't forget I've added the ASCS to the analytics section this year of dirttracker.com. Every 2021 race and the four shows we've had in 2022 are in the database, along with all of the regular kind of stats and analysis you've come to expect. You can find those numbers at dirttracker.com and I'm not the only one who does a dirt racing show. Uh, and on Wednesdays, I like to point out other audio you can find each week. Wing Nation has indie uh, Race Parts Bernie Stubjian. Loud Pedal has Johnny Parsons. Forward Bite has Hot Rod Lamance. Ohio Dirt has TJ Slideways. Passing Points has John Carney Second, And there are new episodes of The Dirt Reporters and The Dirt Nerds. To see the full list of shows and episodes, head over to dirttracker.com slash podcasts. And there are three shows on the streaming uh, streaming schedule today. The Bristol Dirt Nationals continue over on XR+. Dirt Vision has micros from Millbridge and there is Flow Racing 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Have a good Wednesday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.